Let me go get you the world, baby. I'll be right back. Get your diamonds and them pearls, baby. I'll be right back. Put triple digits in your bank account. Yes, online. Welcome to So Sweet Sundays. I'm Sweets. And today we're going to be dealing with makeup. But we're also going to talk about the question of when you would say, God done so much for you. I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I just couldn't keep it to myself. So we're going to just kind of throw this thing around, kind of figuring out what is that one thing that God did for you that you just are so excited about it that you was like, okay, Lord, I'm not going to tell nobody. I'm not going to tell nobody, but you just couldn't keep it to yourself. So today we have a guest right now and her name is Stacy doing makeup on her right now. Today, her son is getting married. Yay! We celebrate marriages. And so I'm going to ask her first, what was that one thing God did for you that you just could not keep it to yourself? I know there's so many, but just kind of tell us, what are you really appreciative of God for? He gives me a home, and I'm not homeless. Okay. <laughs> That's a, good, a big thing, because... I can remember um, in one stage of going to live with somebody for a couple weeks, or not even a couple weeks, it was a couple months, mm -hmm. and it was like I just felt homeless and displaced, and I couldn't put my highlighter on. You can't get fine when you're homeless, That's you know? Right. Helmet all twisted and quick, uh, crooked, like I one baby girl up here, one down here. You're trying to be quiet because other people sleeping and you that's don't right. want to disturb their they situation. So that's huge right there. You want to kind of elaborate a little bit more, like on the situation, your journey? Yes. Go ahead. You got you got the mic. I just kept praying and continuing to trust in God, um, fastening and giving him a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. And he just led me right to where he wanted me to be. Yeah. In the journey, um, because sometimes when you're waiting on God, some things you think you're going to get, you didn't get what you thought it should be, you didn't, it wasn't really going to be like that, and sometimes you get discouraged and waiting. So was there any time when you thought you were going to get something and God flipped it and said, ah, oh, no, I'm not giving you that, that's not for you because it's not going to be sustainable for you? Was there anything like that in that waiting for God to give you a place? Yes. Explain. Okay, I was hoping for a nice, beautiful area, mm -hmm. but whatever God gave me, I had to be appreciated. It didn't matter where it was, it was mine. Right, right. So it don't matter if it was in the nicest neighborhood or if it's somewhere middle or whatnot. It's like what's for you is for you. And sometimes when we have an expectation of God and what we should and should not do or what we desire and not desire that is not for us because something he foresees things so far in advance that sometimes it's like no that's not going to be good for you because your neighbors may not be good or they're going to be calling the police and they figure like oh you shouldn't be in this area you know things like that like you know so that is a huge thing so is that the thing that you would say is that you know that he gave you this place and that that is something so huge that you can't stop talking about the goodness of God in him making a way out of no way for that way. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So cupcake, what is that one thing that you know that you know that you just could not keep it to yourself? And I'm going to continue to do her makeup as they're talking. 
Um, the Lord kept me those two years um, when I was in the, my hometown mm-hmm. and the drinking, the going out, the going out the every day, um, really just getting wasted and going places and basically not remembering where I'm at. He kept me and covered me for two years straight and I didn't even know I was covered. So were you kind of like thinking, oh, I got myself out of that one? Like at first, because you would be like, well, you know, it was just tonight. It'll be fine the next time. It's like Mm -hmm. you constantly, it's a cycle of constantly doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And because you think it's fun, but in reality, it's not fun. It's literally not fun. It's not safe. You don't know the things that are out there, the people that you meet, because majority of the time, every time you do that, you do see a weirdo in some sort of situation. Mm Mm-hmm. Had anybody ever tried to take you home, like, and you were so intoxicated that, you know, you had to have somebody kind of intercede for you because you were just so out of it? Yep, a few times. What made you realize, okay, this is enough, this is crazy, like, I really need to do better? Um, When I moved here, when I moved out of Clear Lake, and I realized that once I'm not working in that industry anymore, um... What and industry I'm at- is that? Because we don't want people thinking you're stripping it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> being <laughs> being a server, working food and beverage. Okay. Um, after not working that and like also not having a job and trying to maintain and coming into a new life and also being stripped, which I'm also thankful for because I was definitely stripped for those for those years or two. And what do you mean by stripped? Um, I had no job. The money was dwindling. Um, the little things I had saved, it was gone. You get sad, you get stripped of everything that you have for a new beginning with him. And so how did you feel about that? Did you even know you were being stripped at the time? I didn't know I was being stripped, but it like made me super depressed because you live to the the lifestyle where you can go on a trip anytime you want to in the middle of the week and be in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And now you can't do that. It's like you can barely, literally, (laughs) literally. And so when did you realize you were being stripped and God had a greater plan for you? I think, honestly, though, when I I realized it was a stripping when I started my journey. So basically Mm -hmm. three years ago, while I was going through the stripping, I really didn't even realize it, Mm -hmm. which is the crazy part. Like when I really fully went through my walk, the things that happened prior, I was able to fully understand why they happened. Did you even want to get saved? I thought I was saved crazy enough. <laughs> <laughs> what? What you saved from? <laughs> no, nothing, because I was depressed, but you're like, you know, I believe in God. You know, it was just like that surface level, not even a true relationship. Mm-hmm. So you think, well, like, I'm going to go to heaven. Like, what? Like, why not? Uh-huh. You know, you just Drunk think that. Dr- literally. <laughs> literally. Like, what you mean I'm not going to go? Right, 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 right. I'm like, I love Who's you. Me right. Who's right. Me I love out? you. You right. love me too. Come on. Like, that's what you said. <laughs> that's what you said. And where did, where did he tell you that at? In my mind, you know, like also in the Bible and, you know, like growing up, because I did grow up in church, you know, so Sunday school, you know, they would be like, Jesus loves you. It was just like a normal reoccurrence, but like nothing was really taught about the work mm-hmm. that comes with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so the little things that you taught and even some of the people in your church, you assume that they're holy. 
Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I really didn't realize what holy meant until I really started my walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What made you realize? You. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you. It's, it's just a different way of being holy. Like, mm-hmm. you could still have fun. You don't have to be stuffy. You know, you could still move forth and be fly mm-hmm. and be amazing and be funny and do all this and still live righteously. Mm-hmm. And you and you say what you mean and you mean what you say. Yeah. There's no sugarcoating. Either this is how it's going to go and this is not. You can learn. If you feel like that's a good idea, you can go ahead and do it because you always let us learn. Yeah. And so... When you thought you were saved, you know, was it like, oh, I'm doing too much? Was I was was that ever the idea for you that oh, you're doing too much? Because I'm saved, sweetie. What you talking about? No, because like when when we started really getting to know each other, and like when you were doing um, love like a rock, mm-hmm. you know, because you broke me down a couple times. The the Holy Spirit had you break me down a couple times. I never really. I don't know if I ever really thought that you were doing too much. It's mm-hmm. just as long as our relationship flourished, uh-huh. it was it was a change constantly. You know, sometimes I didn't even know it was a change or there was a shift there, but there was. Mm-hmm. And so for that, you were like noticing that things, your appetite had changed. Absolutely. So talk about that. My appetite definitely uh, changed. Um, it's definitely not what it was I've been out here, what, seven years now? Has it been seven? Um, What it was seven years ago, (laughs) what it was last summer is different. Yeah. (laughs) It is vastly different from what it was last summer. And fasting and praying definitely help with that because fasting can change the appetite real quick. Yeah. And so do you sometimes feel like the devil kind of tried to pull you back in some of the things that you've been changed from? Uh, absolutely. Because last night <laughs> we was, we was out, um, for a family wedding mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, don't do too much. You know, yeah. I'm already giving you, you could do this, but don't push your limit because right. it's going to be different for me. Right. I go out there and try to dance, break my ankle. Graham <laughs> ankles already like graham crackers. What am I about to do next? <laughs> and so it's like you now realize, like, you're set apart. Absolutely. I can't do what I used to do and think it's going to be all good because now I know better. And once do you feel convicted if you try to do what you want to do? Yeah, you get that little feeling like, mm, mm-mm. It's What's like, mm-mm. What's that It's like you get this, it's like a nervousness mm-hmm. that you get and then kind of like butterflies of, like, uncomfortableness uh-huh. of things that you shouldn't do even when they ask you you're like mm, maybe i'll think about it even saying you think about it isn't true because you're not gonna go yeah you know what i mean and then you right. also have to check yourself like i'll think about it no i'm probably not yeah you know and are you happy with that or do you feel like uh, i i want to do things that i shouldn't do sometimes but then again like <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble yeah like um what did Rosie say? She was like, trouble don't last always, but for you, it will. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. For you, it will. It will last. Yeah. It will last a minute because, like, it'll be cool for, like, five seconds. Yeah. And then you see everything. Mm-hmm. And then now you tore off. Right. And now when the whooping comes, what's really going to happen for you? Mm-hmm. 
And who gonna help you? Nobody. <laughs> Everybody gonna be laughing. Uh, my ankle broke off. My toenail popped off. Like right. nobody about to help me do nothing. Right, right, right. But laugh at me at this point because you put yourself in this predicament and you knew better. So now you know basically there is a huge difference, right, between what you thought was salvation and what you know now for it to be. Right, because right? there was no, absolutely, because there was no healing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was okay. Really? How you think you're okay and depressed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody that I grew up with, it was normal. It was normal for for people being depressed, for cutting, for lacing stuff. Like, it was super normal for people to do that. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's really, it's actually very sad. Do you think it's important to remove yourself from old people, old habits, old ways to live a life that is what God has called for you? Absolutely. Sometimes it takes, sometimes it just takes you to be by yourself to move forth Mm -hmm. because old things can bring you back to do the old things that you used to do. Sometimes going to reminisce or even going to a high school reunion can bring back dead things that you already deaded if and you don't even really know it. And so now you got to work extra hard when you could have just stayed clipped up in the first place. Absolutely. Okay. So summing this thing all up, what what was it again that you could not keep it to yourself? What was that? Um, Drinking. It stopped me from drinking and it moved me away. Which also saved my life because I probably would have died in the back of somebody's car drunk from them drunk driving for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, for sure, I felt like um, when you are saved, when I first, when I was younger, I was like, I'm still, I'm fine. (laughs) Like, I got too much sexy on me. I can't be in no (laughs) church with no hat on and my helmet and my wig is matted. And your purse is stained from right. chicken grease, and you smell like mothballs, and like this was my perception of being saved. Mm. You know, it's like, like you said, it wasn't fly. You know, you can't wear the makeup, you can't wear lipstick. Like red was like, like not cool. Like mm-hmm. you know, for the older saints, it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't wear that makeup, you can't wear lipstick, and most definitely not red. You know, and so it was like, nah, I'm not. Going, I'm not gonna, you know, be saved because I'm still fine. Right. So when I'm ugly and I'm crusty and I'm cricked over, then Lord, you got me. Right. It's like, you know, like that's what <laughs> I really felt. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like sometimes you see the struggles of people's lives, and it's sometimes because their lives are not matching up to what God's calling is for them. So therefore, they're stagnated. Yes. And so it's like you see that. And it's like, nah, nah, I'm already in Louis Vuitton. I'm already wearing Gucci, you know. So mm. why I'm going to go down and now mm. I'm wearing, you know, shookums and jookums five thousands. I don't even know what kind of shoes those are. It's like, but it ain't going to be me. You know? It's like, nah, nah, bro, I'm cool. You know, it's like, catch me right. when I, and I felt like maybe even 74 might be too young. It's like, catch me when I'm about 80. You know, when <laughs> when I ain't got nothing but eight teeth left <laughs> and it's good. You know, Brother Mustard ain't thinking about me. I ain't thinking about him. Mm-hmm. We good, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, I'm too fine, you know? Mm-hmm. But not knowing God is 
a, a, a man, a masterpiece of beauty yes, yes. that he perfects his beauty. Mm. And that if you allow him to do what he do, you can be saucy. Cause I'm fly. I'm yes. saving. I'm fly, honey. Yes. That's just what it is. Yes. You know, I love my makeup. Mm-hmm. I love my hair doing, being different. You know, I love dressing. Yeah. Like I like dre- making my own stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and wearing the different stuff. Sometimes I might be in coach. Sometimes I might be in red bottom. Sometimes I might be in the shuck 8,000. I ain't mad with the shuck 8,000s no more. You know, it's like, you know, it is what it is. You make yes. things your own. And so now I'm at a stage where it's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yes. So if I say I'm fine. If Mm -hmm. I say I'm fly, Mm -hmm. if I say I'm amazing, then that's what I am. And I don't let you, 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 and you, and them dictate what I'm going to do because God knows my heart. Mm -hmm. He knows what's the contents of my heart. He looks past all of the surface things and he sees my heart. So am I raggedy in the heart? You know, I could be the most flyest thing wearing $3,000 helmets and shoes this five thousand dollars but i'm toe up on the inside i'm still broken yeah i'm still tore up i still got so much animosity hatred childhood hurt has taken me and overtaken me and overwhelmed me so that i can't even stand to look at myself some people that are so beautiful sometimes they've been life has hurt them so bad you can't even look in the mirror and have you ever done something that you like know you shame for and you like Looking all around, like mm-hmm. reaching mm-hmm. over stuff because you know, you know that you know that that wasn't right, you know. Yes. And so, for me, it's like now knowing that I know that I know that I know who I am, and it doesn't matter what what you say, oh, you can't wear those stilettos, oh, your hair can't be here because I might hit a 30 inch <laughs> on you and be like, hey, yeah. I need some, <laughs> I need some. Like, you, know, <laughs> you never know with me, I might have on some platforms. Yes. Now, you ain't going to see my tunas and my boonas and none of that kind of stuff, you know. But you can do what you're going to do, but still be presentable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I didn't want to get saved because I'm like, mm-mm, it looked like the rat being sleeping on her helmet. Mm-hmm. Like, why her wig look like that? Like, no. And I'm not trying to be mean to nobody. Like, because if it's your budget and you only get a $29.99, no. be faithful to that $29.99. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you got it on sale for $19.99, be faithful. He make you ruler over much. So now you can get you a $100 helmet. You know, stay in your lane. Do what you yes. need to do. But for me, I was like, uh-uh, I'm too fine. I'm too young. And I, sh- I got a shape. You got to wait till you get the hips outside the target before you can get saved. I was like, my, my hips still go through the hometown buffet door. So I'm good, you know. But now I know that's just something that people talk. Mm-hmm. It was really just a religious thing. You can't wear red lipsticks. If you want to pop that red lipstick, boo, pop that red lipstick. But I don't want to see your tunas. I don't want to see that part. You know, if you want to wear makeup, if you want to wear a weave, if you want to wear braids, if you want to wear bracelets, if you, whatever you want, you want to wear jeans to church, so be it. What is your heart in, like in the inside? You know, and so... For me, I was like, mm-mm, because it ain't cute to be saved. What you, mm-mm. And then we all got to listen to all these hymns. You know, I thank God for good music now. Mm-hmm. now. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of that old school music carried us. Mm-hmm. And it really, you know, was good for you. Yeah. Like, can't nobody do you like, like Jesus? Jesus? Can't nobody do you like, like the Lord? Jesus. That. 
is something, you know? Mm-hmm. But all the other stuff, you know, is like some some of the stuff, I ain't going to shout no stuff out. It was on the tip of me, but I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. Um, you know, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't feeding the soul. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but now we got music that you can dance and you can praise to and you can feel God's glory with. Anywho, so um, we just talking about what's that one thing that you go through that you say, I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I just couldn't keep it to myself. You know, because God's been good, good to us all. So that's where we at. Baxter? So for me. Put some more red blush on them cheeks. I need them to pop and sing. For me, the moment that um, I feel like is something that you don't always want to go and tell the world about. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I feel like I do and I did um, was when I got deliverance and the renewal and the restoring that God does mm-hmm. or especially did for me and my mind and my body that I didn't know that was available to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely something that happened that God did in me that now I'm to the point where I'm like. I just want to share that with everyone. Yeah. So, yeah. And what did you, when you say deliverance, what do you mean? So, basically, when I had some things that I didn't realize were affecting me in my spirit um, and in my mind that kept me down and, like, depressed and, um, like, depressed, low self-esteem, um, just all of these different things and... Um, And once I really got to the point where I wanted to be free from those things, Mm -hmm. then I finally got the prayer and I finally got someone, which was you and those others that were around, um, to intercede and to pray for me and to um, really help um, deliver me and just set me free in my spirit from those things. Um, Mm -hmm. And so basically, and then, so basically... That doesn't all just okay. What I'm trying to say is the deliverance doesn't happen all in one, or at least it didn't happen for me all in one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it kind of was a moment where I realized I was fighting things that weren't just of in the earth. I was mm-hmm. fighting things spiritually, okay. um, and so once I realized that, and once I realized that, once I submit to God and actually um, do the work and actually look to Him um, for just um, when I actually turn to him and actually seek him, then I actually, oh, like, actually, I can find peace of mind. I can find, like, the restoral. I can find to where I'm not depressed, and I actually do enjoy who I am. I enjoy who I am in Christ. I enjoy life. Um, mm-hmm. And it's okay to, to walk in light and not walk in, in the dark kind of thing. Okay. So I guess that was for me, was really being... Like, knowing that just because things have happened to you in the past, you don't have to stay there. You don't have right. to stay low. You don't have to stay down. Um, if someone's hurt you, you don't have to sit in that. Um, and just knowing that you can really, um, like we've talked about forgiveness a lot this last few weeks, you can really choose to forgive and you can choose to, to let go of things that really keep you down or low or sad, especially. Um, and, yeah, so basically me finding out that I didn't have to live a life to where um, – where I was just sad or um, just all these things and or trying to put on like a front 
and then being and also using fillers like we talked about our cupcake or me talked about like going to parties i used to do that as well um i used to go out a lot i used to um drink and i used to try and me and cupcake were talking about this we used to or just trying to fill the next void with the next drink or the next hangout or just whatever it was just for that status um or what is that temporary satisfaction when it's not really when nothing is truly permanent in that way and so So did you feel satisfied so um whenever i come to to god i that's basically what i'm saying is whenever when i finally came to god and i realized oh this this satisfaction actually stays like this is something that's actually worth um worth putting my time into and actually worth focusing on and actually worth um yeah spending time on because i realized the love that i have for myself didn't even come from me the love that i found out that could be for myself didn't even come from me but it comes from god so finding that out was really big for me um because i realized i can't find that in the earth i can't find that just from solely from myself Mm -hmm. um but from god so did you really understand anything about deliverance in the beginning um so no i had no idea what deliverance was um at all until i came into this walk with you and with the others that cupcake and everyone who's sharing right now i didn't know anything about deliverance i didn't know um that there are things that can attach to your spirit even from like a young age or whenever the case may be if you're hanging out with the wrong people or even just trauma that you've been through and sometimes we don't know or at least i realized like i didn't even know that i was holding on to hurt or just different um different strongholds that are in my life and my family um or that i picked up along the way from getting into things and doing things that i shouldn't have been doing yeah um especially me because i also um as most or all of us grew up in church so at a young age we kind of knew um right from wrong in in a sense i feel like we knew um like we didn't know the full or at least for me i can speak for me i didn't know the fullness of being saved but i didn't know right from wrong and i still chose to get into things that i shouldn't have mm-hmm. um so basically realizing that i picked up a lot of stuff along the way um in my 24 years of life <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things that i didn't realize i was holding on to mm-hmm. like we talk about the unforgiveness we talk about um we talk about offense we talk about all these different things anger bitterness um I can't even think of, we talk about poverty. We can talk about so many different things. Um, And I didn't even realize that those strongholds can really um, have such an effect, or at least on me. I didn't even realize it until I had someone like you and those around me to call it out and be like, hey, actually, like, I can see your spirit and I can see the light in you, but I can tell that these things are still affecting you or these things still kind of have a hold on you. But what if I, basically, like, what if I, tell you that it doesn't have to be that way yeah and it doesn't have to stay like this and you can actually be freed and you can actually have um you can actually have peace of mind and you actually can live a life where you don't worry about those things anymore and you can man um nah it's funny because sweets dewana she i remember um i would i heard things it's funny because we always talk about the precursor <laughs> that people will give before coming to see you or, or coming to your house or meeting you at an event or anything um and it's just funny all i remember is that um i i believe that I was told that you have like gifts of prophecy, but I still didn't even know the full extent of that. Uh-huh. And so, and then once you finally, sp- or once you spoke to me, 
um, or I met you, I didn't even think that you were, honestly, I don't know, I didn't have ex- expectations, mm-hmm. but you were immediately like, oh, like, I like her. And then I was like, oh, kind of shocked. Yeah. And then, um, and then when you did speak into me a little bit, you're like, there's such a light in you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been dark, like been dim for a long time. Yeah. But I do, I see the light in you and it like, it's time to come out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I didn't think you were a crackhead. I was just like, dang, like, like, what does she know? Like, what does she know that I don't even know? Or what does she see that I can't tell that she sees right now? Cause yeah. like, what is she seeing in my life? <laughs> So, but I, did, I definitely didn't think you were a crackhead. I definitely admired you for sure, um, being a strong woman and being a strong mother, especially, and a woman in Christ um, was definitely, like, just admirable for me, mm-hmm. um, seeing you, definitely, because I always wanted, or I didn't know that I really needed, but, like, a mother who who was mothering and, like, correcting and all these different things. Yeah. But, yeah. And so then when we got into the heart of the matter of some of the things that you hadn't disclosed was it like more even real to you then once the lord was like okay now it's time to tell her the things that you saw in her Mm -hmm. um through his you know his gift that he's given me um Mm -hmm. was it even more real then oh yeah so i think that's why when i say like um i want to share with others because i have experienced the real extent of this thing with you um that you've shown me like you're talking about basically speaking into my life you brought up things that you would have never known because we've never talked about it no one even these girls hadn't even known the extent of it so they couldn't have told you it yeah um the lord really spoke to you and showed you those things and um just different things from childhood different things from even specific details things that he's shown you just to be able to speak into my life and be able to uplift me and pour into me um which is crazy and Um, Not that I ever would doubt, not that I ever had doubted you or Mm -hmm. anything that you had told me, but when someone is, when the Lord is using someone like you to speak in, like when he used you to speak into me, it makes it even more real when it's real details that are just coming out. Yeah. And it makes you say, like, it made me think like, wow, like, and then God really cared enough to use you to come and speak to me. Because at the time we had never even really had real conversations. No. It was always a lot of surface things like, hey, cutie pie, how you, such and such this. Oh, I like your glasses, your outfit looking fly. Mm-hmm. There was no real um, real connection or yeah. um, an exchange. Yeah. There was no real exchange. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I remember the first thing I think you said to me, oh, you got your baby girls on, your lashes on. Right. And um, no, I love a good baby girl. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. That's the that's the funny part is that um, God really uses you. And that's really the proof in it is like because um, like you said, we had only had surface area conversations right. and it was never we never got into anything deep. And then all of a sudden you start praying for me. And then all of a sudden you knew my whole life story from when I was like, we talked about in a previous video. Um, what are the significant ages of ages five and seven for you? Like, dang, yeah. how did you know that those were yeah, crazy times in my life? And right. Then, Cause we didn't talk about it, but Holy spirit already knows. God knows everything. He sees everything. He's around everything. Even when we're like, Oh, he doesn't care. Well, why did that happen to me at this age? Um, it's, kind of awesome for me for him to use me 
in that way to even pull out the ages. He says, this is where trauma happens. This is where they got stuck at. And so it was like, you know, not something that you and I verbally said, but it was said. And it was said on the, on our, on our last episode that things that are, um, that are already known doesn't need an explanation, you know? And so it was not something that I needed to say or because you never said it to me, but the Lord said it to me so that I can say it to you. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Definitely. And I think, um, yeah, again, that's really why it's kind of like once I experienced that, um, there's just something much greater in, um, there's just something so, so greater in the love that God, that God has really shown me in this journey and in this walk. And that's why that deliverance I feel like is crucial for, for just about everybody who has never experienced it. And so that's why that's something that I think is very big that, um, I really love, would love to share with others, especially those that I care about that I know that aren't living saved or aren't saved at this time. Um, cause at the end of the day, you really, which I think Misha has mentioned before and are like, you really want those you love or care about like to be free, to be set free and to really, um, because you just want the best for them and you want what's good for them. And you know that this is something, at least for me, it's like, man, like I know that this could really transform your life because I did it for me. Yeah. So it's definitely. And it just shows that God loves you and he's watching and he cares. He cares for what you care. It's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Rosie, what about you? Um, something that God has done for me. You know, uh, you said that you weren't going to say anything, but you got to tell somebody. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to say he has, he's answered all of my prayers. Um, I've learned to be more wise in prayer, you know, um, you know, you throw that according to your will or if it's your will, um, cause you know, as humans, we want what we want. Um, anything that he hasn't answered, he will, okay. it's coming soon. So that's what we were talking about. Um, just what was that one thing that you know that you know that God did it and you said you weren't going to tell anybody, but you just couldn't keep it to yourself. So I know I was kind of like all over the place today because I'm doing makeup and I believe in people being fine. I just do. Like that's my that's my heart's desire, one of them. And so that's the finished product right there. Okay, I'm here today. I would like to thank Pastor James and Miss Dewana and her family for um, making me feel very special and leading me to a long journey to make peace with the Lord and give him his time and to bring my beautiful daughter here to share this moment with me and to trust in God that he's always on time and that he's real and to always be yourself. You got this. And I love you guys so much. I love my kids unconditional. And I want you guys to know that. And I want you guys to know God and bring my grandkids up and to trust them. And I love each and every one of you guys, even though I knew y'all a short time, but this is the plan God want for me. And I want to do his will. Yeah. Let me go get you the world, baby.